and welcome to Infinite Scale, the ultimate podcast for MSP owners. My name is Lara Pascoe and I'll be your host for this podcast. The topic of today is something close to all of our hearts and it's in line with our current podcast series and it's the importance of free time. Speaking with us today is MSP industry expert, James Vickery. James is a leading influencer in the global MSP community and has the key to building successful IT service teams. He is the author of Infinite Scale, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your MSP, the founder and CEO of Benchmark 365, a a flexible help desk provider offering 24 by 7 by 365 dispatch, level 1, level 2 and level 3 support exclusively for MSPs. If anyone knows how to manage their time in a busy MSP environment, it's James. Hey, James, how are you today? Hey, Lara, doing great. Wonderful. So, James, the topic of today is around operational overload. How would you define operational overload for MSP owners? Well, I think all MSP owners can uh, relate to being overloaded and overwhelmed. In particular, I think today it would be good to talk about how that affects a team dynamic within a managed service provider. Often for MSPs, the reality is that sometimes you are flat out busy and other times there's just not quite enough work coming through the door. It's this juggling act of knowing exactly how well to resource it and importantly, to keep you out of it so that whether, whether it's ebbing or flowing, that you have the opportunity to not actually have to step in and do the technical work within your organization. Hmm. And what are some of the key indicators that an MSP owner or an MSP organization is experiencing operational overload? How can you identify these signs? Well, I think that the reality is it's reflected in your service and it's Hmm. reflected in, in how strategic you are as a managed service provider. We talk a lot on this podcast about MSP owners needing to spend more time focusing on sales. But when you're suffering from these peaks and valleys of running a service desk, often that is quite difficult. One moment you think, wow, I've got some free time. Let me start to work on some marketing for my MSP. Next moment, 50 tickets come through because there's been some sort of outage of some kind. And all of a sudden you're back on the tools and some of perhaps your senior staff are back doing low tier work instead of working on projects and professional services that generate more revenue for your company. Yep. And that they're happier to do as well. Is that right? Exactly right. Yeah. Well, I I think, um, again, we've talked about this in the podcast before. I think that a a lot of the trouble with employees within an MSP is lack of career progression. So if they're dragged under due to a high volume of fairly low tier work, eventually that employee may leave you and go looking for something that's a little bit more um, toward their skill set. Absolutely. Um, Can you share some real-world examples of MSPs struggling with operational overload and what is the impact that it has on their business? I think that all MSPs can relate to this sort of predictably unpredictable workload that occurs when you run a service desk and a project um, team within your business, whether you're a sort of a solo operator or whether you've got a few employees or, or 100 employees, I think we can all relate to that predictable unpredictability. And how that tends to manifest is that a lot of us tend to plan our businesses around best case scenarios. And the best case scenario being, you know, maybe you average a few tickets a day. So you only keep one person on staff looking after the help desk. But 
the reality is you actually have to have to prepare for the worst case scenario. You have to prepare for those days where the volumes are higher. Otherwise, you find yourself with a backlog and you find your services declining. When your services decline, that puts more burden on you as an MSP business owner because now your account management goes up. You've, that's, everyone knows you'll get a, a text message or a, or a cranky telephone call or an email that says, hey, so your service was great last week and it's terrible this week. What's going on? And that's that unpredictability. And I think that's when you realize that you're facing operational overload is not really being in a great position to deal with the ups and downs of running a busy service desk. Mm, absolutely. So it sounds like it's a bit of a balancing act. How can MSPs strike a balance and choose some paths forward that would help them deliver quality service while avoiding operational overload? I think to talk about that, we need to talk about the consequences of either understaffing or overstaffing your MSP. And the truth is most MSPs do this. I get to speak with MSPs every day and one of the questions we'll ask is, you know, what's your ticket volume like? You know, what, what does it look like? Is it a, a hundred a month, 300 a month, 500 a month? And then we look at, well, how many staff do you have? And pretty quickly, you know, we sort of scratch our heads and go, you're understaffed or, or actually you're overstaffed. And we're able to talk to MSPs about that and get, get a bit of a sense of where they're at. And sometimes I'll say, well, I just haven't been able to find people. So we know we're understaffed and that's why we're talking to you, James. Other times I'll say, well, we're overstaffed because we're expecting more work to come through the door, but it hasn't happened. Mm. And now we're having to think about maybe letting some people go. So I think a lot of MSPs go through this and it's, a, it's really important to understand the consequences of not making the right decisions. If you overstaff your business, then you start to run into profitability concerns. If you don't get, get your skates on and go and get some sales, at some point there has to be a correction there. You can't run negatively in a services business. You just can't do that, not unless... You just love losing money, right? But if you understaff your business, what we then see is owners get dragged into the delivery function or service levels dropping to a point where customers are starting to say goodbye. Yeah, See that a lot. And so understanding these mechanisms are really important. In a perfect world, we plan for the worst and hope for the best. We carry 30% extra capacity within our desk and we hope then that you know, as we reach that capacity again, we can recruit more people because our business is growing. Mm. But a lot of MSPs will talk to us and say that's a bit of a struggle. And that's where something like staff augmentation can help. So if you can work with a provider such as Benchmark 365, where they can provide that extra capacity for you as needed, that can be scaled up and down as needed, then you're, you're actually competing at a level in the market that ensures that you're consistent with your customers all year round and that you're not facing those ups and downs that other MSPs face when they're understaffed or overstaffed. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the obvious next question is, can you share some success stories of MSPs that have successfully broken free from operational overload and what was the impact to their business? Yeah, I, I think that in our industry, a lot never make it out of this out of this struggle. Um, I think a lot of small businesses struggle with this, which is why we're so passionate about what we do. We believe that MSPs actually will struggle to predict their work volumes. You cannot say with absolute certainty you're going to get 10 tickets tomorrow every single day, day in, day out. You cannot say that and you cannot be sure that you're going to lose a customer or gain a customer. Now, we can set some forecasts 
but we can't be absolutely certain what's going to happen. And so at Benchmark, we're really passionate about offering this service where you can choose the volume and you can pay for what you use. So if you're, if you're expecting to receive a certain amount of work, but consistently it shows that you don't, you can, you can dial our service down to a level that suits your budget and your needs. But if you suddenly get an opportunity or you suddenly have a run of tickets from a customer, you can scale the service up. And so if you check out our website, there's lots of case studies of organizations that, that have done that. And it's life-changing for them because mm -hmm. it takes that unpredictability out of it. As an owner, you're then looking at the volume of work and you're able to peg exactly where you need to be spending money in order to deliver service to your clients. And if your clients are overrunning you and they're not paying enough money, now you're actually in a stronger position to sit back rather than actually be in the fray and fixing those problems. You can actually sit back, look at what it's costing you and then make some important decisions about your clients directly. Mm, absolutely. Okay, so we'll have a number of listeners to this podcast. What advice would you give to an MSP anywhere around the world that is looking to break free from operational overload? I think, first of all, um, understanding that it's it's a reality for everyone. So, you know, most small business owners will tell you that this is a reality for them, that, you know, it is what it is. Some days are hard, some days are good and so on. And to have a look at that and have a good think about it because there is actually a way through um, through some of the things that we talked about today. And a couple of other things that we didn't talk about is I really feel like managing expectations with your clients is important as well. So if you've set an expectation that, you know, you can you can very quickly scale up and leap tall buildings with a single bound and handle, handle 100 requests from them in a week, then of course, when your service levels mm. drop, they're going to feel it, they're going to notice it, and they're going to say that you're not delivering on your promise. You shouldn't have promised that in the first place working with your clients to say, hey, this is the scale of the service that we have in place for you. If it gets a little bit busy, that means we're going to have to actually push back on you and we may not be able to work on everything at once. So I think managing those expectations is just as important as perhaps employing an additional person to cover that extra capacity or perhaps using an augmentation service like Benchmark's 24-7 help desk to help even those costs out for you and even the volume out for you as well. Mm, excellent. And um, and James, just lastly, what actionable steps can listeners take today to assess their current situation and start moving out of operational overload? I would have a look at your workload. I often find when we speak to MSPs, in fact, I said it earlier in the podcast today that, that um, uh, we ask MSPs, what are your volumes? And they don't know their volumes, you know, or there's so much noise. They look at their ticket and they go, oh, I've got a thousand tickets. Like, well, you're a one, you're a solo operator. There's no way you've got a thousand tickets coming at your month. And once we sort through the noise, you realize, okay, there's maybe a hundred meaningful ones that require work. So get really familiar with your data. Tickets are a metric, hours are a metric, like a number of hours delivery. The problem with hours is that often we find that solo operator MSPs don't track their time effectively. And sometimes when they have staff, staff don't track time effectively. So looking at a couple of metrics to just get a feel for what your average volumes are, but also look at what your worst case scenario is. Look at the months throughout the last couple of years and recognize that there are patterns. We're recording this podcast in January, 2024, yeah. and I'm based in Australia and this is the summer. 
And so the summer is like the laziest time in the world for Australians. So Australians are not at work until now. So we've got Australia Day tomorrow and next week, everybody comes back to work. Isn't that right, Lara? Yes, absolutely. So everybody comes back to work and everybody Chaos. is blindsided <laughs> every single year. Every help desk in Australia is blindsided by the fact that the workload doubles or triples in that time. And that's where noses are put out of joint. What do you mean? We haven't even called you for a month. We call you now and we can't get hold of you. It's not yeah. a good look. And so look at those peak periods and start to make a decision about what you're going to do. I believe that you need to be prepared for worst case scenarios. I think successful businesses have contingencies in place for higher volumes of work. Mm. And so start to look at the data now and start to think about how you're going to address that. And part of that is looking at, well, how many times are you subsidizing this you, the MSP owner? How often are you subsidizing your help desk? And by subsidizing, I mean, you stepping in and doing the work and saying, oh, well, it, it is what it is. Well, every time you do that, your cost of delivery goes up. You may not see it that way. Like, well, I'm the owner. I can just step in and do it. I don't cost anything. It's not true at all. You're the most expensive um, resource in your company and you are supposed to be out doing other things. You're supposed to be knocking on doors, mm. singing the praises of your company and saying, we are seamlessly and flawlessly delivering our service. You can't do that if you're understaffed. Yeah. Wow. Incredible, incredible advice there, James. And I'm sure that resonates with many listeners. So that's all the time we have for today. Thanks again to James and his industry expertise and his contribution to the MSP sector. For more information, please check out Benchmark 365 website at www.benchmark365.com. And James, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Lara. Thanks, everyone.